Welcome back to the McCarter Gets High podcast, your source for all things plant-based medicine and fungi. I'm your host, McCarter, joined by my producer, Schiller. In today's episode, we chat with John Shute, CEO and founder of Puff Creative, an award-winning cannabis marketing agency based out of Denver, Colorado. Since 2015, Puff Creative has helped dozens of high-profile cannabis and hemp brands across the country, supporting in the launch of their logos, branding, website, SEO, content, and so much more. This team truly does incredible work. Through our conversation, we learn about business ethics as it relates to cannabis and what it takes to be an upstanding player in this competitive industry. So stay tuned after this quick commercial break for our amazing conversation. Have you tried Delta 8 THC? It's basically weed's cousin. It gets you high, but not with the crazy anxiety feelings. And it can be derived from hemp, which means it can be shipped legally nationwide. You gotta check it out. My friends at Mellow Fellow create really delicious snacks like chips and gummies and other candies infused with the Delta 8 to get you high. My favorite thing to do after a long day is pop a few of those sour gummy kids and park it on the couch and watch some family guy while I pass out for the evening. It guarantees a great time. Go to mellowfellow.fun and use my code MCARTERGETSHIGH for 20% off your order. My name's John Shute. I think I'm best known for being the CEO of Puff Creative. We are a full-service marketing agency. We do logo design, packaging, branding, social media, email marketing, etc. But most importantly, we are very community-focused. And that's... Yes. I figure I'm always going to circle back to that in our conversation. But yeah, we've launched a bunch of great programs over the years. Cannabis Doing Good, Cannabis Impact Fund. Currently, we're working on this like guide series to walk people through like the basics of giving back to community, how to consume cannabis properly. So that's that's exciting, but... That's amazing. Yeah, I'm also a new I'm also a new dad. My baby and my dog and my wife are in the room right now. Yay! Us. <laughs> he is a man of many talents. Yeah, a musician. I like surfing. So cool. we were literally just smoking a joint talking about how it's just like all about collaborating with good people and like making it happen and not yes. you know, it's just like, you know, make friends with everyone because we're all trying to just make this the cannabis industry safe and like you know, make sense for people. That's like yeah. all at the end of the day, that's like it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like we really bond, have bonded over that and continue to, and we just don't care for the competitive mindset. Yeah. And it's like tricky. I feel like because the industry is absolutely insane. Like it's literally the fastest growing industry of all to, in the history. Yeah. I feel like, and the, what goes on behind the scenes compared to like what outsiders perspectives of it is completely night and day. Mm -hmm. Like I go home, you know, and like rant, you know, family members who have no idea what it's like to live in like a legal state like Colorado where it's just like so comfortable, you know, yeah. every aspect of the experience, you know, they're like, oh, it's just a bunch of hippies and peace and love. And like, you know, um, like saving the environment. And I'm like, it's the actually opposite of that. Like it's very cutthroat. Like there's a lot of moves being made every day. People are getting bought out. People are backstabbing. There's a yeah. huge environmental problem with like packaging and sustainability. Oh, but at the yes. same time, through all that craziness is like how I feel like I've met 
all the people like you and other great, you know, individuals and companies who are actually trying to like make the industry make sense and yeah. and be safe and just, you know, equitable and community focused. And I'm sitting on a panel this week about like being in my role during a pandemic and like mm-hmm. how the, how, how do you navigate that in the cannabis industry while the industry is accelerating because like basically COVID happened and then it was like fast forward the cannabis space like we're going to be an essential during a pandemic and we're going to start legalizing everywhere um you know every day I feel like it's a new state and congrats to New Jersey or New York no I'm New Jersey and New Jersey yeah yeah I'm yeah I'm stoked I'm I'm actually I, I'm, I don't know if I can publicly say anything, but I'm doing a big project in New Jersey right now. Hell I'm really yeah. excited about. Um, Your home state. Yeah. I'm sure we're trying, me and my buddy I grew up with, we're trying to do it in like my hometown um, and make it all community and social equity focused. Can you talk a little bit more about what that means specifically? Yeah. So, I mean, one, I mean, let's not beat around the bush here. There's people, you know, humans in prison for yes. cannabis still still right now yeah even though it's essential Thousands even though it's them. essential even though i make a living off of it and however yeah. however many other people make a living off and of me it. i do yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like why are people in prison for it and people have like committed murder or like out of prison sooner than some of these folks are in prison for cannabis yeah um and yeah it most makes of the, zero sense and i'm not going to be around the bush either most of those people are minorities it's ridiculous yep. so it's it, it, it being in the cannabis industry and making if you're someone who's in the industry one or someone who's making legislation around the industry, it's your obligation and and your it should be in your agenda to make that a criteria throughout your whole business plan, whether it's your business or it's legislation or whatever. So we work with a company called NACB, who I'm actually, you know, gonna be connecting you guys with soon. Um, they just did a bunch of social equity recommendations to like I think ten or twelve different states, and now states are implementing them. Good. Um, and I like oh, I like yes. to see the programs, but you know it's scary to see federal legalization coming into play, um, just because I don't want important aspects like social equity, environment to get swept under yeah. the rug. Because once the federal government gets involved, it's like the quality of the plant becomes a concern to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just like, yeah, social equity programs and environmental programs and sustainability things that are currently being worked on by people who have like dedicated their life mm-hmm. <laughs> to this one factor yeah. that is so critical that people just don't think about or care about. So I just, yeah, I don't want to see those things get swept under the rug with federal legalization, but I do want people to have access to you know, all the things we're talking about. Before we get like too much further, do you mind talking more about Puff Creative and, and yeah. what the, who the clients are that you work with and how you got yeah. started in it? And we started this agency and it was supposed to be like Lit Labs was the original name, but someone <laughs> took that domain. Those bitches. And then we came this like, we were talking about, there's a lot of talk about clouds. And then we were talking about, you know, how clouds are cyclical and provide water, which provides life and like connecting, you know, people and energy. And mm-hmm. anyway, we were like, we got to do Puff or like a cloud as a logo. And um, then we were like, oh, Puff Creative. And then we were like, we can't do two Fs. Like we got to just do one and make it like original. And then I think Seamus forgot to put the E at the end of creative. Amazing. And then we were like, dude, this is it. Like, the, it, like don't put it back. No don't put e. it there. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And like we had, I just happened to like be, I I happened to be CC'd in an email. I was supposed to be BCC'd. No, I'm sorry. I was BCC'd in an email that I wasn't supposed to respond to. Uh huh. And I responded. And that's how I got my first client. It was like by accident. Wow. Yeah. Dr. Rob. 
started working with some like bigger public companies in the industry. And that's when I learned the dark side, like even further than what I already knew. Fuck. Like I knew that it was kind of cut through it from my experience. But then, you know, right from there, it was like working with these companies who were public and, you know, watching them backstab people, like waiting to oh get backstabbed. Oh my God. Um, but I just learned, you know, those like experiences you learn a ton and that's how you meet the right people. Like my client, I'm the site I get most jazzed up about is our client Pot Zero, who you've done a yes, ton of work for us for. They are incredible. Yeah, yeah I mean, they they're, what they do, in my opinion, should be the standard in the industry. I mean, they're they're literally zero carbon footprint. Last time I was there, they were uh, they were like ne- they said they were like negative twenty. So they're like now helping because they do outdoor grow and use the water from the snow melt from the uh, from a lake above the grow. Like they're actually now helping the environment from their cannabis grow. What? And they yeah, so and then they test uh higher for rare cannabinoids like CBG, CB CBGA, yeah. THCV, THCVA. You've been at the helm now of a cannabis marketing company for several years in Colorado. Yeah. Like, what do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions people might have about what it's like to actually work in the cannabis industry? This is a huge misconception I think people have is just how much power and change and good can be brought from the industry. You know, it, yeah, like you can get high and like have a great experience at a concert and like that's awesome and it's great and I do that all the time. But at the same <laughs> time, like we could we could raise $10,000 for people who need food and we can, mm-hmm. you know, get people out of jail who are in jail for weed. We and can, change legislation. We can change legislation. Yeah, get we can, clemency. I can, we, we can help someone who was, you know, having very angry thoughts about themselves or, you know, someone else or think thinking about doing something that they might not want to do. Like, I think that I honestly think that like cannabis can shift your perspective in that type of way. Maybe not for everyone, you know, and not yeah. every single time and it works like on the dot, but like that's the type of influence I see it happening. And I think that's misconception is like, yeah, I'm trying to make money and like help my agency and I have the best team in the world. I want to see them all live great lives. But um, my agenda is like just doing all great things for people constantly. Um, I don't think that's everyone's approach in their professional career, or like being an entrepreneur. I think it's strictly money focused and that money is, you know, it is what it is. Like you need it. You want to have a business that's growing. Don't, don't sit here. And, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and say I'm not Everyone trying to Everyone wants money. to be successful. Yeah. yeah, but there's a, I think there's a right and r- wrong way to go about doing it. You can actually navigate things if you really want to in like a moral way. Um, and I feel like cannabis has, there's just so much opportunity. Cannabis in general itself is just sacred. You know, not every industry in in our country or in general are you doing are you dealing with something that's a sacred thing. Is there something you know now that you've learned through your experiences that you wish you knew when you were first entering the industry? Yeah, dude. Since COVID, like my whole perspective on just being a leader is just like mental health. <laughs> That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Mental health is <laughs> like key. yeah. Like I, we did not. I felt so bad. This like girl is just like really wanted to work with us. It's like the other day, but like you know, I'm not going to tell say who this brand is, but um, they might be great people. But like their mm-hmm. her boss, you know, gave me a ton of anxiety. And my uh, my chief editor, who's my guitar player and Deliciosa, you know, he like he just hopped off the call, and then I talked to him after. He's like, dude, like that guy gave me a panic attack. And we didn't even do anything for these people yet. Like yeah. I sent them a proposal like based off the note. Oh, that's when you know. So then it's I, like, yeah, but then the I, vibes. and then like the, the girl apologized and sent me this really nice email. And I just was like, I can't risk this for my yeah. staff or myself. Like we have like, that's our number one policy. You got to trust if, that if, energy. If anyone on our team, it's like, yo, respect. we have, we have on our sales CRM, like we have a column that says vibe check. 
zero to 10. What do you see as the future of the cannabis industry? Oh man, it's, you know, I, it's tough. I see two different paths. <laughs> I feel like everyone says that. Yeah, I see <laughs> I see a path of, you know, like I talked about earlier where um, there's federal legalization and the, the very important things that people have been working towards since day one of legal cannabis are going to get swept under the rug again. Social equity, environmental, community, um, you know, mental health, you know, these important programs and, you know, give backs and everything we're setting up. And can you talk a little bit about Cannabis Doing Good? Yeah, Cannabis Doing Good is a program that we helped set up, like, I think three years ago. And yeah, we, we, we were able to raise, I think at this point, probably like 260K. Whoa. Maybe like maybe less, like between 200 and 200k for like nonprofits wow. all over the country. Uh, we raised ten thousand dollars for the homeless here in Denver. Wow. Um, yeah. Then we launched our, a nonprofit during that time to the Cannabis Impact Impact Fund, but we're strictly just focusing on social justice right now. Nice. So we we have six different programs that are benefiting. I I I, I want to say Minority Cannabis, Minorities for Medical Marijuana, uh, Black Future Labs. Color for Change and Hood Incubator 5. I don't know. I'm just like, like, yeah, like you see like we're working on all this community stuff. Like you should hop on board and like, let's do good things together yeah. and we'll make you look dope. You know? Yeah. So that's like the goal. What's the second? Oh, so the first the is just, yeah, cannabis. like the federal, the federal and like people getting out of prison and stuff like that, just getting swept on the rug. The other is, in my opinion, I don't know if it's, you call it federal legalization or just federal decriminalization where they just release everyone for cannabis charges. And if you're in prison for cannabis or something else, they at least drop that cannabis yeah. off of it. You know, and there's social equity programs in every single state. There's environmental standards for, you know, facilities and packaging and stuff like that that's in every single state. Um, and that's like the, that's the the road that I think that me and a lot of other people are working towards. Mm -hmm. It's just like, so there's so much give and take. There's so much money involved. There's so much politics involved. Like it's yeah. insane. Um, what's really scares me too is if, you know, route one happens, like I get worried about, you know, mom and pop shops and smaller businesses who have really... That, like pod zero like really dedicated to get that product quality like yeah. to the best and they just get pushed out or yeah. some for some you know it's like i don't want to see those people go yeah um, and i'm probably gonna be one of them too like i'm like you know like like yeah i'm a great agency a lot of people probably knew who we are but like i don't know i don't have all the money in the world i don't have like totally. you know millions of dollars of investments yeah. and we're like, all you know, like self Funded. Yeah, like it's just, you know, it's a it's a hustle. Um, and it's just gonna be like the next couple of years are gonna be like the critical, like this is it. Yeah. <laughs> right now is it with like, all these states coming online. You know, it's gonna be the craziest domino effect. And I, I just yeah, like I am so passionate. I don't need I'm just along for it. Like, you know, yeah. I'm willing to And we get to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm willing to go through the and hopefully uh, make change. Yeah. And that's it. Like I yeah, I'm just on for the ride and we'll just do anything to get to uh where we need to be here. But I don't know. You know, anything can happen. It's scary. It's life. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> it's life. Um, and then the other question I always ask people is why do you personally get high? I think that like why I fell in love with cannabis is that it literally just makes things more interesting. Yes. It makes <laughs> life like, more fun. Yeah, I could do this, but I could be high. You yes. know, it's like that's, you know, people judge that perspective on it, but like, I think it's, it's fucking, great. You're, just, you're just in denial. Like, yes. it's, it's awesome. Like, are you kidding me? Um, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'll go to a comedy show. 
Yeah, you can be high too and laugh your fucking ass and, off. Yeah, and dude. it'd be like, way funnier. Oh, can I? I could curse. I'm sorry. I keep saying that. No, F-word. we. I. I'm literally like fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I try to avoid cursing, but I get jazzed. No, up. don't apologize. Um, I'm like Zach. Can you take out all those times I said yeah. fuck? But we leave. We leave something. Um, so that's like for me, <laughs> and that's like why I think I fell in love with it originally, and then over time, like realizing how I how I like per, like harnessing it like subconsciously like. Um, you know, being a musician, being an extreme sports athlete, uh, being a creative and, you know, um, I, it enhances all those things for me. Like it gets me in the zone. I talked about this yesterday. It's like that state of like flow. Like I, I, like I feel so alive, like, you know, when that, like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that down tempo house beat kicks in on your snowboard on the pal day, like and you're yes. high as shit, like <laughs> that is like it, you know? Yeah. Um, You're like, that's like Nirvana. Yeah. And it's like like for, it's just like, I, but it's like, not that I'm like, you know, trying to feel fucked up. It's that I literally am like so locked in and focused and like, I am actually, for me personally, like I feel safer um, because I'm just yeah. in this, like I just release and like it just helps me. And same thing with surfing, skateboarding, you know, yeah. and that's not with everyone. Some people like can't skateboard high or like, for me, it's like, you know, I, I'm picking up my drumsticks. I'm like, man, I like want to smoke a bowl because I want to take this jam to the freaking type three next yeah. level and like, you know, hour long improv. You yeah. Know? Um, but then there's like the medicinal, the like medicinal side for me. Like I use CBD and hemp and CBG for anxiety mm-hmm. and pain. And I use topicals when I fall when I'm skateboarding and stuff. Cause I'm too, no, <laughs> but like, you know, like I'll just like fall down or like, you know, get hurt or like have a kink in my neck cause I'm like working out all the time or yeah. something. And like, I constantly use it for and that. And now holding a baby all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. My back's a little sore, you know, my, but it's actually good. My arms are getting a little bit more strong. Some toning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is the toning I needed actually. <laughs> um, have yeah. a baby, get yeah. toned. <laughs> but uh, then it's like, then it's like, I've also, you know, then I respect the mental health side of it too. Like, I don't know, I stopped drinking three months ago and I was, yeah, I was telling yeah. Zach earlier, like, he was like, oh, like, have you had urges or like, it's like, yeah, I actually did. Like this week was stressful as shit. And yeah. like, I really literally thought like, I was like, man, I could go for a Manhattan right now. Yeah. Like six of them actually. Throw them back. Um, but I didn't. And like, I just, I smoked a bowl and then it was fine. You know? And I yep. think that's like, you know, I, I don't think I was like ever like an addict or anything like that. Like I'm really just not drinking cause I feel great. I'm like a new dad. I want to like, you know, be there for my wife and my child. If anything were to happen, I want to be able to drive to the hospital. Yeah. Um, so that's like where I'm at personally. Um, but it makes me see like how it just shifts my perspective. And I just like, now I'm not thinking about alcohol, you know, like I yeah. feel like that can translate to like other drugs and like other aspects of like people's life. I don't know. You're scared. Like, I don't know. I like had a, you know, weird family conversation this week that was like uncomfortable. But then like, I knew I'm like, man, I'm just going to smoke a bowl. I'm just going to do it. And, tell my feelings and then just smoke a bowl after it. I'll be fine. And that's what I did. Um, So I hope other people can like find those beautiful sides of like the plant. Um, Yeah. I think it's a healthier stress reliever. Oh my God. Than a lot of other vices. Especially once you learn. Yeah. Especially like once you learn like how to use it the way I was saying with like, you know, the cannabinoids, terpenes, and maybe it's not about getting super stoned. Like, Maybe you just need one hit out of the joint or maybe you need a CBD joint. Yeah. You know? Maybe you don't need weed. Like maybe, totally. it's, maybe it's a cannabinoid or like a terpene that you could be using in your life besides like a painkiller or yeah. alcohol. 
Yeah, let, let love win. Cannabis is love. Cannabis is love. Yeah, let, let love win is the only way I feel like. That's the moral of today's yeah. episode. Yeah, let love win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it will. Yay. I, I have confidence that it will. And I also think like other psychedelics, like we kind of talked a little bit about yeah. mushrooms, psilocybin. I think it can help people, you know, kind of face their traumas, face their demons, get totally. vulnerable, be more transparent so yeah. that we can all hopefully be better people. Yeah. It's like good to share. Like I, I, I'm going through this right now with like a certain like family and friends. Like you share, you share people, tell people you really feel and it, it can hurt. Yeah. But like you have to like, it, like you, it's like you have to get that off your chest and like they're going to have to learn how to accept that and like that you have to communicate through it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been it's been interesting, but I, I totally agree um, in the in the psychedelic space. And it's funny because we I just posted a blog about the future of cannabis, or I'm sorry, the future of psychedelic marketing. Yes. and um, I shared it to my personal Facebook feed, and like you know all the like this is horrible, blah blah blah. I'm like, you like all my cannabis posts? Yeah. Like I'm all, all this blog is saying that it could help people with like mental health this problems. This is another like, plant based medicine. Yeah, yeah. Medicine. Like, what's the difference? You know, and then it's like, and then I'm like, did you actually read it? No, like, actually, no. I just saw the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, I will. I'm like, so, like, you know, people are yeah, so yeah. I'm like, to- I'm like, did you look at the studies that we plugged in to the backlinks in that article? Because the like, science. Yeah, like there's actual research and studies that have been done, and like personally, I'll tell you. It helped me so much get through the pandemic. Like, yes. Dude, like microdosing, like literally like was like Same. my like knight in shining armor. You know, and it's like the smallest amount. Like I didn't even like feel yeah. like tripping or high, you know. I mean, if it took a little bit more bigger microdose, yeah, like I felt yeah. a little buzz and caught a little, little sweat down the side, you know. But <laughs> the, uh, you know, but like, yeah, like if you take like 0.1 of like a mushroom or something, like for me, it's just like, I have no anxiety. I feel so confident and yeah. I feel ready and open like about like my feelings and stuff. Yeah. And it just, it, sometimes it's like hard for people to like make themselves vulnerable like that. But in my opinion, like you just need to be vulnerable and be able to like open yourself up to things like that. And again, like it's, I struggle with that too. So it's like, don't feel weird if like yeah. it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Same with me. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's hard to just like, it's a do life that, but journey, like process. Yeah. yeah live Marathon, and learn. not a sprint. Yeah. 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 <laughs> live and learn and just like let it flow and just, you know, realize like mistakes you make and how they grow from it. But, yeah. Everything is a it's learning. turned into such a life podcast. This is, <laughs> we're now your new life coaches, therapists. Yeah. Let love win. Yes. No, but this has been so great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks for having John. me. Yeah. Thanks I so love much. You. Love you. Too. Shout out to Puff Creative, our amazing partners. Y'all are the best. Oh, uh, you guys are the best. Are you a cannabis brand looking to expand your audience and connect more deeply to your community? If yes, boy, do I have the solution for you. Broken Chair Media is the premier cannabis marketing and podcast production company based out of Boulder, Colorado. Contact us through our website at getshigh.fm. That's G-E-T-S-H-I-G-H dot F-M. 